Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control. This is your on-air automotive magazine. You know us. We're here every week. I am Les Jackson. That guy is Fred Staub. Hello, Fred. Hello. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we have a bunch of things to talk about this hour, starting with, oh, please be true, a sedan comeback. Yeah. Uh, you know sedans. It's a you know it's like a four wheels and a you know low cabin and four door. Anyway, I heard about uh, it. Yeah, that's right. I used to know. I used to. Uh, Toyota shows off a new high riding hybrid four door. Which, thank you, Toyota. Yeah, it's the Crown and it's replacing the Avalon. So uh, that's pretty cool. And then yep. uh, we're going to talk about Subaru, the Outback and the Legacy get a refresh. We also have some pricing information on that less. So uh, that will be good info. Yes. And uh, Hyundai reveals the Ionic 6 Streamliner. Yeah, pretty cool looking vehicle. Yeah. All, Great name. All, Great name. All electric, and the back of this thing looks like a Porsche to me. So looks uh, like a either an Aston Martin or a Porsche. Very Porsche. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And as the Tesla turns, yes, there's always drama. Mm. Autopilot boss says goodbye, and why Tesla wants to buy back customers' cars, and they're not buying them back because they're defective. They're just buying them back for another reason. We'll tell you what that is, right, Les? Yeah, that's right. And talking tech, uh, seats are now climate controlled and vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have, we'll explain that. Also, uh, talking about seats and things like that, BMW put out a statement that they were going to be charging subscription fees for certain features. Uh, and then they had to put out a statement explaining what they yep. meant by it. We'll kick that around, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I have an attitude about that. Mm. And then uh, I'm going to have an at-the-wheel review of the BMW X4 Sports Activity Vehicle. Talk about high-riding sedans. They call it a coupe, even though it's got four doors. I don't quite ever understand that. Don't get that. But uh, we're going to have that as an at-the-wheel review. So uh, plenty to get to, Les Jackson, don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, things just just keep changing and changing and changing. And I, I can't predict anymore what's going on. Now, would you feel okay? I know you miss sedans. Would you feel okay if sedans are brought back, they're all all-wheel drive, and they sit up higher so they're sort of suv cuv like uh no not really as long as it was attractive looking all uh, right 
I wouldn't mind that. Well, up next, we'll talk about the Toyota Crown, which is going to replace the Avalon. So stay tuned to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We'll be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is none other than Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. And let's talk about riding in a sedan, Les. Um, the return of the sedan, has it started? Well, we'll kick this one around. Of course, the Toyota Avalon had been in the... Uh, Toyota lineup for quite some time. It was preferred by older customers, comfy, yep. nice road trip vehicle. Well, it's going to be replaced by the Crown, the Toyota Crown, uh, which was the Toyota's first mass-produced car, the name of their first mass-produced car. Um, and it was 1955, the Toyopet Crown. Innovation yes. and pushing the limit. That's what it, it was known as. <laughs> Actually, I had a neighbor in 65 whose friend whose father had bought one. It was pretty basic. Okay. And uh, it was sold until 1972 in the U.S. But now it's making a, a comeback. And, uh, well, if we're going to get a sedan, it's got to be CUV-like. So they've yeah. reimagined the sedan, to Toyota has, with bold styling, premium comfort, and elevated ride height. Now, to, to coin a phrase. So basically, you're getting, this is very much like the next generation of the vehicle I'm going to, uh, review later on uh, the X4 BMW Sport Activity Vehicle. It looks like a giant sedan. They call it a coupe for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, what do you think of this idea? People now almost sitting higher is a requirement because if you don't do that, you're going to not be able to see anything. You're going to be feeling like you're sitting in a pit with the with the rest of yeah. the so what they've done is they've raised up the seating position they've amped they, up the styling with two-tone paint bitone paint they've now run the grill wheel to wheel <laughs> they've run the grill grill wheel to wheel on the inside pretty traditional mm -hmm. uh they have a large display which is i believe a 12.3 inch touch display um and things like charger pockets for your phone and all that, which is great. Toyota does a great job with that. They're all going to be hybrids. You'll get either the fourth generation Toyota hybrid system or the hybrid max. And it's a 2.4 liter turbocharged engine, direct shift, six speed automatic. The hybrid max produces powerful torque at low RPM. I'm reading right from the <laughs> the release as you can tell for sporty exhilarating driving and has a manufacturer's estimated 28 miles per gallon combined if you go with the traditional hybrid system toyota hybrid system you can get 38 miles per gallon combined city and highway driving 
so there is an all-wheel drive model available too, XLE, and that gets equipped with the 2.5-liter engine. And uh, that has all-wheel drive and three selectable modes. So what are they putting in here? They're putting in the raised seating uh, position. They're putting in all-wheel drive, but they're also adding in new hybrid systems. And I would venture a guess, eventually, they'll have a plug-in hybrid for this vehicle, wouldn't you say? Sure. Sure. I like the two-tone paint, the bi-tone paint. I'm a big fan of that. How about you? I, I love it. And uh, I, I I like the sedan roof line. Okay. Um, I just don't like the, the squareness of SUVs. Okay. This roof line you're talking about is very streamliner-like. The only mm -hmm. problem is when you get that big uh, flat window, fastback window, you get like sort of a little trunk, a, a trunk lid. You probably have a deep trunk, but you have a small opening to put stuff in, right? Yeah, it's, um, well, yeah. I, I, I would have to do it in person just to make sure I could load normal stuff in it yeah but otherwise it wouldn't bother me yeah so uh will this be a hit what do you think well the avalon um uh, had an audience i don't think it'll get bigger will this will this appeal to that audience that or will they kind of alienate them no i think i think it will um 21-inch wheels. I'm interested to see what the ride That's quality is kind, like. Kind of big. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to see. Uh, econo fuel economy. That's great. This is actually on what they call the TNGA-K platform. So 112-inch uh, wheelbase. Pretty big vehicle. We will, uh, yeah. we will have more on the Toyota Crown. Uh, I think it's a cool vehicle. And... Uh, Gives us a way forward when it comes to sedans. So, hey, I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. When we come back, we're going to tell, talk about Subaru refreshing their Outback and their legacy. We'll have some pricing on those, too. So stay tuned to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We'll be right back. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub, Les Jackson here. Mm -hmm. um, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, Subaru, Les. You know, it's interesting, Subaru, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on Cruise Control, how they everyone thought they were going to bring out a brand new Crosstrek, new styling, new interior. They come out with the 2023 model, and heck, it's the same thing with just some slight updates, special editions. Um, but they brought out a refreshed 2023 Outback and Legacy model, and this actually does have some some things to talk about, really. It's got um, the latest version of EyeSight driver assistance technology. They're using one camera now a mono camera, wide-angle camera, which is interesting. 
Um, it has the latest Subaru Starlink multimedia with wireless Apple CarPlay and wireless Android Auto. That doesn't sound like a big deal, but I tell you, cables go bad. And if you're trying to do navigation and your cable's bad, it can it can ruin your day, man. So wireless <laughs> yeah. is good. They got an Outback Onyx Edition with two engine options and a Legacy Sport now comes standard with the 2.4 Subaru Boxer. And uh, these are available in all your favorite trim levels, including the Outback Wilderness. We'll not run some of the numbers here. Um, the Outback starts uh, with, I'll give you the prices with destination, 29620 Uh And then... Uh, they step up to the premium edition, thirty-one thousand nine twenty. Onyx edition, thirty-four thousand seven twenty. I guess those Onyx editions, you know, where everything's blacked out, uh, are good uh, sellers for they the are. car. They're not that. They're, I don't think there's that much money in them to make them that way, but they uh, are profitable, aren't they? They are. You know, uh, do we know if? All of their models have heated seats, standard. I I'd have to look. I'd have to look. I don't know off the top, um, but because they don't say it in yeah. any of the press release that you know the next one up comes with heated seats. Uh, it's a good question. Limited is thirty six thousand. Touring forty one thousand seven um seven twenty, and then um. And then we go on to uh, Onyx Edition XT, Wilderness. I've had that uh, not that long ago, and I thought it was a very cool vehicle. Wilderness Edition uh, is 39670 And then you top out at the Touring Edition of 43520 hmm. um, well, Let me look through the uh, things here. Navigation, a power moonroof and navigation package. That's 1845. Uh, I'm not sure. Legacy is a, is a, of course, being a car is a, a lot less money. Uh, the legacy base model starts at 25,415, uh, legacy sport, 34,915. And if you top it out, legacy touring XT, 38,000, 715 all-wheel drive of course hmm. um i don't know about uh seats i'd have i'd have to look at that uh i'm not really sure where the heated seats come in but uh you know these are great vehicles from uh subaru they do get a bit of a refresh the new fascia the the new electronics i'm anxious to see when they bring out the new crosstrek though i think that was a surprise to everyone we all got taken in with the spy photos. We thought that was it, yeah. that they were going to have a, a new one. They brought out one that was just a special edition and a <laughs> couple of few odds and ends, you know. Yeah. But just to... they, don't, they don't have the capacity, I guess, to build the new vehicles, you know. So, But, but there you have it. Um, let's talk a little bit about something completely different. We've been telling you about this Ionic 6. That is uh, from um, the folks over at uh, Hyundai, and it is just a gorgeous vehicle. 
379 miles of all-electric range. Uh, it is very aerodynamic. Um, it it looks very Porsche-like to me. It's yeah. kind of exciting. Yeah. yeah uh, you don't expect this. Uh, it has the Hyundai Motor Group's electric globular globular <laughs> that's i was i was combining global and modular yes global modular platform 800 volt fast charging 10 to 80 percent in just 18 minutes if you can find the kind of charger to do that uh advanced driver assistance over the air software updates and uh this is uh, res- release the digital world premiere under the film awaken your world Hmm. awaken your world les jackson so uh pretty cool stuff Uh, we can't wait to learn more about this vehicle and and drive it i don't think we have pricing on it at all but it is uh i i think they Um, are quickly becoming the electric vehicle leader don't you well yeah um hyundai uh, you know they're just they're just always on the top of of uh, of not only technology but but value for the dollar. Well, let's talk about performance here. This week also, they released two kind of rolling concepts in the N brand, uh, the RN22E and the Envision 74. The RN22E uses the Electric global modular platform, (laughs) which is the Ionic 6's body design with with that powertrain underneath it. And then the Envision 74 is a high-performance hydrogen fuel cell hybrid model inspired by the N2025 Grand Vision Gran Turismo and the Hyundai Pony Coupe concept from 1974 it's interesting that they're wow. u- using that from 1974 uh but kind of cool that they showed off both an electric vehicle and a um a vehicle that w- with a fuel cell apparently they can drift <laughs> so it kind of kind of cool that the world of performance is not being left behind at uh, hyundai and uh you know they're just doing a lot of things, a lot making a lot of stories here, aren't they? It's a heck of a company. Heck of a company. Heck, heck, heck of a company. There. Um, let's talk about um, let's talk about something from Honda, which was revealed this week, and that is the new CRV. We saw the picture of the interior, uh, but now we're getting a look at the all new CRV which says right here in the release, a sophisticated and rugged design. I was going to say that. Yeah, sophisticated and rugged. I kind of think of those two words when I think of you, Les Jackson. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, you got to be sophisticated and rugged these days. It's got a sporty hybrid system. Uh, Beautiful interior, very inspired by the Civic. Uh, This is a, a big bread and butter machine for... The uh, folks over at Honda is the all-new fourth-generation two-motor hybrid system on sport and sport touring. Makes it more fun to drive because I think people have said that it needs more power and adds mm-hmm. towing capability. Uh, and it has a 9-inch HD touchscreen, standard 7-inch touchscreen, uh, 
uh, you get wire with the nine inch, you get wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. It's getting an updated 1.5 liter turbo engine. That has been the hit on this vehicle. I remember when I drove the older version, slow, you know, with the with that. It's kind of a big. It, the body grew up, but the engine didn't grow up. So yeah, I would right. recommend the hybrid on this. Not even driving it, uh, but uh, it's a good looking machine. Black wheels, you know, blue paint. <laughs> That's the look. <laughs> So there That's, you have that it. That is the look. And they said they they have sporty eight times in the press release. Yeah, sporty and rugged. Rugged. Yes. There's the word. On cruise control. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back. Stay tuned. More to come. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. I'm Les. He's Fred. And um, <clears throat> we were just uh, ending up with a discussion of uh, the, new, uh, the new Honda, which... You're right, Fred. Uh, the previous one was, boy, was that underpowered. Yeah, 1.5 liter um, for... Every, yeah. Everyone complained. Yeah, so they're going to... The hybrid system. It's interesting. You think of hybrids for saving fuel economy, but they give you that electric boost off the line. They do. They're great. And, and I find sometimes now... Uh, for some reason, nine-speed transmissions, ten-speed transmissions, they're a little, you know, confused off the line, and there's a little bit of hesitation. If you have a hybrid system, that little boost of electricity clears all that up. So that's right. I would recommend the hybrid, but uh, you don't can't get a hybrid in this vehicle though. This is the new GMC 2023 Sierra 1500 AT 4X AEV edition. AEV is a company that builds a lot of uh, overlanding-type vehicles, and they've teamed up with the folks at GMC. And this is sort of sort of like the Raptor. When you look at it, a AEV stamped steel front and rear bumpers, uh, five hot-stamped boron steel skid plates, 33-inch Goodyear Wrangler Territory MT tires, 18-inch uh Salta wheels and gloss black, updated grill, exclusive AE branding, available off-road rocker panel protectors. So hmm. this is one tough truck, isn't it? It's the real deal. It's not yeah, just absolutely not just you know something that's like well yeah we raised it up a little bit and made it look look tough. Um, so uh, they're trying to get into that that world, that Raptor world. And you look at some of these numbers here, the front approach angle increases by more than 27% to 32.5 degrees. The departure angle improves to 23.4 degrees compared to 23 degrees. And the breakover angle improves to 23 degrees. So compared, you know, different bumpers, bigger wheels raised up a little bit. Um so uh, you'll also be able to get it later with a steel winch capable front bumper, which is neat. That's that's cool. Do you know if uh, 
GMC runs the Baja? I don't know. I don't know. Um, they've been doing remember. a lot of performance, off-road performance trucks lately, but I don't know. They probably do. I would imagine. I would imagine they would. Um, have you seen a new Raptor yet? I have not seen a new. I Raptor. have not. No, it's just this stuff is just not. It's unattainium, you know. Just yeah, it's just kind of squeezing into the market. Yeah. In dribs and drabs, it's. You want to do a little talking tech? Speaking, sure. Squeezing into. This is an interesting story because it seems like an oxymoron to begin with. Uh, but talking tech, car seats with airline seat specification. This comes from the folks at Bentley. They're saying these are the most advanced seats. To me, airline seats are uncomfortable. <laughs> like they, someone designed a seat. We're going to make a seat that you're going to sit on yeah. for a long period of time, and it will make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. It's and it's gonna in the old days it would it would smell of cigarette smoke and aqua velva. <laughs> oh man, uh, and not yeah, not cleaned very well, but not terribly clean. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't yeah I don't find airline seats to be compelling. No, but apparently to Bentley they are. They call it the new airline seat specification for the Bentega EWB. Hmm. By the way, I only saw one Bentega, which is their SUV, and a guy was loading sheetrock into it at Home Depot <laughs> out front. Everyone would stopped, and they all had their cameras out, and he was loading sheetrock into it. And I thought, wow, well, he must really be rich because he's using that expensive car as a truck. But he's not rich enough to buy, like, let's say, an F-150 and just use that to haul yeah. stuff. Or and he does his hire, own sheetrock work. Hire somebody to install the sheetrock. Yeah, that they would bring it themselves. Well, uh, let, let's hmm. talk about these seats, though. System senses temperature and humidity with an accuracy, accuracy of 0.1 degrees, I guess, Celsius, right? Every 25, See, mi 25 right. milliseconds. Seven defined comfort levels of temperature from typical optimum to one designed to cool a fever. Auto climate system is 40% more efficient than manual control. Postural adjust system applies 177 individual pressure changes across six fully independent pressure zones. 22 ways of adjustment of the rear seat with additional electric footrest. And a combination of 12 electric motors and three intelligent pneumatic valve ECU units controlled by a master ECU for seat positioning and well-being. All right. Wow. <laughs> can I well, get this in a can I get this in an office chair? <laughs> I would like it as an office chair. I think that would be yeah. kind of comfortable. Wouldn't that be terrific? I would say that this is decidedly better than a airline seat, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think probably about the only good thing for an airline seat is it's sturdy and it's supposedly going to help you in a crash. That's about it, right? That's that's it. And it has a tray in front of it that keeps falling down. Right. Because uh, well, it won't stay up. And that tray has not been cleaned in a while. I used to bring the uh, antiseptic wipes even yeah. before COVID and yeah. wipe that. And people would be, that's a good idea. And I'd say, here, I have one for you, too. 
I said, when's the last time this was actually clean? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like really clean. When's the last time you washed your hands? Yeah, just not wiped off with a paper towel. I mean, really clean. So anyway, uh, more talking tech. Hyundai says future EVs will have vibrating seats, not just to keep people awake, but to simulate internal combustion engines and the feeling of having an internal combustion engine. What do you think about that? Uh, I, well, because it is so unlikely I will ever experience it. <laughs> uh, I don't think much. Of it. <laughs> don't, I, I don't know if it's needed. You know, no. I mean, that's, that's kind of like what you get in a simulator where they put the bass speaker under your butt. Yeah. You know, yeah. they call them butt shakers. And uh, I don't know if that's really needed or not. I just don't know. I don't. Yeah. Gadgetry. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see if that's tech that's worthwhile. Let's do an at the Tesla turns uh, a couple of things <laughs> this week. The AI boss, one of the key people involved with uh, autopilot, Ange yes. Carpathy, I believe that's when, or on. Uh, I guess that's Angers, uh, has left. Uh, and the autopilot department has suffered a 200-person layoff. That is a deep, deep, deep cut, isn't it? This this says a great deal. Okay. Because autopilot officially is considered by NHTSA as a level two uh, system means you got to keep is, your hands on the wheel which is far far short of self-driving or autopilot yep autopilot in a plane that's what we think of and auto means you could you could theoretically turn it on and go back in the cabin yeah. to the you bathroom can. and come back out again right that's right you can't obviously you have to have someone well, on the flight deck but you pe- could people People with Teslas have fallen asleep or uh, sat in the back seat, sat in the back and they've been killed. Yeah. So uh, don't do that. Yeah. All right. And then here's a weird one. Uh, This was from Car Buzz. People are getting texts from cleverly worded texts, according to the Tesla Reddit group. And this article was in Car Buzz actually, too, that. Basically, they're pitching them on saying they're offering as much as X for my Model X I paid for years ago. They're they're trying to buy them back to resell them. Isn't that weird? It is weird. So they're trying to buy cars back, like an S model plaid, for a profit and then resell them. Kind of, that's kind of desperation, isn't it? There's, I sure like to know what's going on internally. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it it, I I don't know. I I've never seen a car manufacturer do something like that. Have you? No, no. I, I mean, yeah. If you if you take your car to the dealer to trade it in. Yeah, it's worth a lot more than you think. Yeah. Interesting. 
interesting mm. stuff as the Tesla turns. When we come back, I've got an at the wheel of the BMW X4 Sport Activity Vehicle. They call it a coupe, but I see four doors. I see four doors. We'll be right back. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. And it is time for an at-the-wheel review of the BMW X4 Sport Activity Vehicle. You know, we started this hour with the talk of the Toyota Crown, the mm-hmm. the kind of return of the sedan, the, the four-door high-seating uh, arrangement type of sedan. Weirdly, they call this a coupe, uh, which I find bizarre. It's uh, not a coupe to me. It is a sedan because it's got four doors that happens to have all-wheel drive and a higher seating arrangement. Um, at first, I remember when these came out, and I just did not get them. It's like, well, why would you want this? Like, why would why wouldn't you get an SUV? Why wouldn't you know? But I, they've kind of grown on me. Uh, this one was very nice. It was in. Uh, it had the uh, Takora red perforated interior, the dark gray metallic exterior. Uh, everything you want, basically, in this. Um, it had the M Sport package, 20-inch M wheels, uh, aluminum trim, M steering wheel, shadow line interior trim, anthracite leather, uh, all part of that M Sport package. And it's interesting. It's not a M model per se, but it gets a lot of the appearance items of that. Uh, if you've driven a BMW in the uh, uh, last couple of years, you will be familiar with all the controls. They actually have this big X on the door, on the door cards to show you it is a X4. Rear legroom was great. Uh, seats, uh, uh, you know, not a lot of visibility out the rear because it's kind of the price of style you pay for the uh, roof line. But rear legroom was good. Backseat passengers get a lot of controls for USB seats and uh, heating and all that. Uh, the seat basically folds flat, so you've got a really nice storage area. Under the hood, we have the 30i, so that is a turbo four, 248 horsepower, 258 pound-feet of torque, zero to 60 in about six seconds, and a top speed of 130 miles an hour. Of course, it's beautifully packaged as most BMW engine underhood engine bays are uh says call, the call out right there twin power on the uh on the engine cover eight speed steptronic automatic uh transmission and x drive all wheel drive kind of you have a cake your cake and eat it too it's you know it's sort of like a sedan uh but it it's not as squared off as a crossover great storage in the back now you do have a kind of like a little slit to look out the back window but there's a lot of storage and it's very tall so you can stack things up if you have a lot of suitcases or or something like that to carry so good utility and a sort of a fast back window in the back good large opening you put that rear seat down you get a lot of the utility of the suv but you might give up some on headroom 
On the road, it was every bit of BMW. Very sporty, very quiet, very confident, and uh, nothing bad to say about it when, when it came to handling. Uh, I thought it was a good-looking vehicle. It was sporty. Uh, it looks like, uh, hey, a jacked-up sedan or a ja- jacked-up hatchback. Um, and I think there's a real place for these things in the BMW lineup. I also like the slick spoiler, top-of-the-rear-window spoiler. Just nicely integrated, very, very, very slick-looking vehicle. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about pricing on this vehicle. Manufacturer suggested retail price is $51,800, but we didn't stop there. We added a bunch of things. Uh as has become common, the dark graphite metallic, there's an upcharge of $550 for that. Um, the Dynamic Sport Handling Package, which gives you M-Sport brakes with red calipers, pops on another $1,200. The M-Sport Package, which uh, includes some of those uh, the, the wheels and the look on the inside, $2,900. Premium Package, heated steering wheel, Lumbar support, heated front seats, head-up display, gesture control, which I never use, $950. The M Sport package, which is called out again for $600, 20-inch M Sport wheels. Uh, Destination charge, $995. Brings it all in at $58,740. Like all their crossovers, this is built in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Engine comes from the United Kingdom. Transmission from Germany. Thirty-five uh, percent U.S. content uh, content in the vehicle. Sixteen percent German. Fifteen percent Mexican. Not rated on the crash worthiness, so we we really don't have anything to share there. But um, I found it to be a, a surprise. I liked the vehicle. I th- you could see out the back window okay, but it is kind of a a little slit that is kind of the price of style of this vehicle. Great storage. You give up some of the headroom, but you get a little bit more car-like styling. If you want more, you can go for the 40i, and that is a 382-horsepower engine, which will do a 0-60 to 60 sprint in about 4.4 seconds compared to 0-60 to 60 in 6 seconds for this model. Uh, all get that 8-speed automatic um, I'd probably keep the smaller engine here. I think it it was it was very sufficient for what you would do with this kind of vehicle, um, and uh, I never felt like I it was underpowered in any way. Uh, so I would I would probably stick with the smaller one. Um, and those those were actually twenty inch wheels. Yeah, twenty inch wheels. They seem terribly small in the wheel well. Yeah, but it's it's a high riding vehicle, so there's a lot of space in there. And it, uh, you know, it's a pretty big vehicle. It really is an SUV with a different configuration on the roof. Like you sliced off the roof from the belt line up and took away that squared off look and put on more of a car-like look with a slanted rear glass and a little bit more of an arch rather than the flat uh, Mm. to the vehicle. So, um as I said, when I initially saw these things, I believe, I believe, I might be wrong, but I think the X6 was the first one of these to come out in the BMW lineup. And I, when I first saw it, I thought, well, why would you want that? You're, you're buying a big vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you want the storage to be able to slide things in there, you know? But there is a market for them. People want it to be a little bit less big and bulky, but the bottom is 
bulky. It's like a weightlifter that wakes, works out on their legs, but they don't do any upper body. You know, <laughs> we're a That's little bit, good, good little bit description. trim, but you notice there's not a lot of space for seeing out the back window. Uh, when the hatch no, it's is like open. a Camaro. It's, it's the world's worst visibility vehicle. I did not find <laughs> the visibility to be a problem in this. Couldn't be that bad. Maybe because uh, my was aligned with the rear glass and everything, I found I could I could see out the back window very well. But they are 20-inch wheels, and they do get gobbled up with the ride height of this vehicle, and it is very tall in the back. So there's a lot of sheet metal back there hmm. to look at. But BMW... X4. I love that spoiler. I thought that was pretty slick. That's cool. How they did that. And I wanted to call that out. Um, just uh, just an interesting vehicle. It's not a coupe. I don't know why they call it a coupe, but they do. I guess the I guess the roof line they think is coupe-like. Um, I don't get that, though. And just real quick, BMW put out a statement because they, they're getting into subscriptions for things like heated seats and that. And basically, the statement said that the point of this is not to charge people on a monthly basis. It's to charge people on a monthly basis <laughs> if they don't have heated seats in their car and they want to add them, as opposed to oh. that they said most people order them when the vehicle comes in. I would think most BMWs at dealers' lots have all that. And I, you know that's one of my pet peeves. They always charge a lot for heated seats where other manufacturers oh. magically just threw them yep. in. So uh, anyway, there you have it. The BMW X4 Sport Activity Vehicle. Grab your kayak because you are an active <laughs> lifestyler. Time for me That's to say, me. I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.